Hi, I'm Anas. And I'm Grace. We love the Wheel of Time fandom, and we love talking about why it's so special. Our mission is to give back to the fandom through projects that amplify the fun and camaraderie. I thought it was we make people cry. Mm, yeah, but in a good way. This, This is The Light's Work. Welcome back to The Light's Work. I'm Grace, and I'm here with my treasured friend, Anas. How are you doing tonight? I am doing awesome. Uh, we just have our Thanksgiving break. Um, it was awesome, uh, but I missed our Sunday night recording, so I'm glad we're recording again and looking forward to tonight's topic. Yes, tonight's topic is definitely an Anas special. Uh, it's something that you excel in. Um, and let's just jump right into it because I feel like we have a lot to say about this topic. So our topic is secrets and surprises. So if you're not familiar with the light's work, we really love doing secret surprises for people. Um, so we're going to talk about why we like doing that and what makes a good secret surprise and everything and anything related to doing really nice things for people that we keep to ourselves till the very last minute and surprise them with it. So, Anas, why do you think we like surprises and secrets so much? So, um, I'm going to talk about, you know, kind of the first kind of secret surprise thing that I can think of that I planned. And this is like, you know, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago. I had this surprise birthday party thing for my wife, at, at, who you know, who at that time we weren't married, and uh, we had planned this kind of you know dinner kind of thing that was going to be just me and her, but it was actually all our friends from from med school and her friends from like her high school and like all these other people were already waiting, and um, I had like planned this for such a you know long time and. It, it was like to date probably like my favorite surprise in terms of how it went and like i'm really proud of that i that i you know managed to to pull it off so i think the fact that you know those you know you know a long time ago now why do we like surprises i um this week i am going to put on my academic hat because i bought a book too So, <laughs> so oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so, um, so that's that's the surprise, the first surprise for tonight, um, the first secret <laughs> surprise for tonight. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know if there's going to be other, but you know, got to keep it um, uh, on brand. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, I uh, I bought this book. It's called Surprise: Embrace the Unpredictable and Engineer the Unexpected, and it's written by these two people that talk about. They're like they call themselves themselves surpriseologists. One of them actually runs a company called Surprise Labs, which they what they do is they engineer surprise surprises for people. And the other person Can we is work for this company. I feel like <laughs> I want a new job anyway. So let's uh, I'm going to look up their website for employment opportunities right now. <laughs> I think they're called Surprise Labs, I think, or Surprise Industries. Um, and the other person who also, um, who is a research psychologist, but also like, you know, specializes in surprise and they kind of help businesses like minimize bad surprises, maximize good surprises and things like that. So I, um, I, I've been reading up on this and kind of, you know, figuring out more, you know, why I like surprises because I personally don't like being surprised. Like never, um, so the fact that I like doing them is like okay. So I tried to kind of you know understand that. So one of the most kind of the main thing that I got from it is it's the unexpected nature of uh, a surprise, and you know being surprised is like a you could think of it as an emotion, but it's really not an emotion by itself. It's like an emotion intensifier. So, you know, it's a state of mind that, you know, you can have these high intensity surprises, which can be good and bad, 
and then some lower intensity kind of things that maybe stay with you longer. And the fact that it's there's an unexpected part to it, that's why I, when we talk about surprises, say you can't really, like you can't give anything away. Because if there's any kind of predictability to it, it takes away that unexpected um, kind of part to it. So um, I think having now, and I'm kind of like a third into the book, realized that, you know, you can have a kind of a good surprise and a memory associated with that. And that can not only change your day because the day it happened, but you can have that memory. And whenever you think of that memory, uh, that's a lifetime of kind of joy and happiness. So you get that same kind of excitement again when you think of that. And those memories are like, you know, kind of the best type of memories when you think back to how you felt in that moment. So I think that's one of the things that, you know, there are these memories you make and those memories will always be there for you. Yeah, I think we talked about this when we were talking about the ways that the fandom has changed our lives. And I feel like we used that word unexpected quite a bit. And we sort of realized that was part of why these changes were so special to us is because it was unexpected. Um, so I can totally see that like the unexpected nature just amplifies the fun and the joy of that moment. So you like to keep secrets because you know that the results of having kept that secret will be an even more fun and joyous moment for the recipient, the recipient of whatever surprise you're mm-hmm. doing. Okay. Yeah. That makes and, sense. And, and, you know, they, they talk about some of, you know, like research and, you know, details about that so they would there's multiple kind of you know studies and things done you know on, on a small level uh, high level where if you were given the same end product but one was a, a surprise both are like good things good things happen to you one was a surprise and one wasn't you know doing like functional mris or other kind of measures of how that's perceived is totally different and there is a much more stronger response and a specific type of response in that unexpected surprise. So, you can, you know, a good thing can be magnified multiple times just because it became unexpected. And I think that's where um, it's so cool. Yeah. And that's very the light's work of us, you know, going above and beyond, going the extra step to make something even more awesome. That's just what we do. So that makes perfect sense. And I have to say, I am feeling the results of your surprise now in the sense of I was not expecting you to have the academic angle this week. That's usually what I do. And I had sort of uh, outlined this episode as me interrogating you about why you keep so many secrets. And then you have now (laughs) derailed that (laughs) with your amazing answer. I feel like you've, you've probably answered maybe a third of my questions now so and i, I you know. and I've, looked, I've i've looked at your questions i think there's a lot we can dive into but it's just funny because you know they go through these phases of surprises so right now i can like identify what you're going through and it's just funny are you to, serious yeah, yeah i'm in a particular phase <laughs> yeah what, what phase am i in <laughs> so the first one is like a freeze where you're just like wait what like you you, you try to recognize what has happened and the next mm-hmm. one is just going through these emotions of trying to be like finding meaning to okay how does this fit into what i expected and mm-hmm. reconcile the unexpected with expected and mm-hmm. then you go on to this kind of shift where you say okay how do i shift what i was going to do or respond so that's kind of what you're doing right now um mm-hmm. so yeah i'm it's, trying to process this <laughs> <laughs> but it's really yeah so it's it's uh no i think if, even <laughs> With, with with that kind of uh, start, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of depth to um, kind of the things we can talk about when it comes to you know just surprising people. And you know, I would like to say you know again being a little, a little bit more academic, like s- when you think of s- the word secret, though, maybe that isn't the same as kind of what we go for in terms of a surprise because secrets sound a little bit more mysterious or maybe something that you're hiding. 
whether it's like a, dishonest. Yeah, kind yeah. Of, yeah. Which again, you know, not not secret, not that secrets are you know like that, or all secrets are like that. But the fact that um, the, you know, the word surprise has just I think much more meaning. So you mm-hmm. know, um. Although, you know, you could probably use both words. I, I, when I tried to look into it and when I was doing some of this research, I was like, yeah, whenever I'm like trying to look into secrets, it's not a good thing or like a not a mm. interesting or fun thing. Because every, mm-hmm. every time you you keep a secret, it's probably not good for you. At any time you're doing something for a surprise, you go through a process and, you know, you know there is waiting and all these things. But the end result is probably, you know, fun. Yeah. So secrets are kind of what you have to keep in order to do the surprise. Mm -hmm. So maybe let's just say for the sake of this episode, we'll use those words interchangeably. Yeah, yeah. But when we say secret, we're talking about the secrets that you keep when you're about to surprise someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay. So you and I have kept a lot of secrets over the past several months as we've been doing the lights work. So all of our video projects that we've done so far have been a secret until we revealed them on, usually on a live show, um, we would reveal them to the recipient of uh, the video projects. Um, and then we've even had secrets within secrets. When we did our Flickr project, we uh, had recruited Lauren to help us out with some of the editing. And I'm just laughing in the back of my head right now because I feel like we've mentioned Lauren in our episodes so many times. We love Lauren. Hi Hi again, Lauren. (laughs) Um, But we kept a secret from him. Uh, We did not tell him that we had written the uh, Legend of the Dusty Wheel and that we had Michael and Kate reading that as an intro. We also kept uh, the Michael Livingston uh, segment from him as well, which we added later on. Uh, and then the Team Jordan videos that came in. And those, you actually kept those a secret from me even. So why did you decide to do it that way? So, okay, so there, there's multiple reasons, right? So um, the way I thought of it was Lauren's helping us with this, but Lauren's not going to be surprised by anything because he'll have everything. So we need a surprise for Lauren. So that was, you know, the, the Legend of Dusty Wheel. And I was like, well you're part of this and you're not going to get any surprises. So there should be one part that should be a surprise to you too. So that's why the team Jordan part was basically that part was like the surprise thing for you. So um, that was my reasoning for it. <laughs> um, I don't know if that makes sense, but that was that. that's how I thought of it. It does make sense, except for one like big glaring problem, which is that you don't get any of the surprise, which I'm guessing, based on what you said earlier, you're totally fine with that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, would it be... I'm just trying to think if I was on the other end and there was, like, a surprise part in the in the video and how I would feel. Um, I I don't know. I would have felt happy, I guess. I don't know. But it's... Oh, I don't okay. know. I have no idea. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. No. <laughs> I, I have actually... I actually have no idea. But... Um, yeah. Yeah, but that's how I thought of it, where I was like, you know, there needs to be, you know, and that just makes it more fun, too, you know, when it gets more intricate. And then, like, I was talking to Brian, because Brian was so instrumental in getting Team Jordan involved. And, like, as soon as he, like, I I think I got Alan's video first, and I texted him, I was like, hey, okay, I'm not telling anyone, I'm going to add this at the end, I'm not telling Grace, so this is, you know, this this is going to be a secret. And then... As we as he started sending me like you know uh, all of the other team Jordans, I was like, okay, this is just crazy now. Um, <laughs> so um, it, it was it was fun to to coordinate all that because we I wanted to not even tell Taylor <laughs> about this, and you were like, I no, this. yes, and you were like, <laughs> no, like what, why, like. This is crazy. Like, why do you, why do you like, I was like, we'll just, you know, we'll be on the, you know, I didn't even know if we were going to be on the stream. I was like, we could just like somehow get them to play this <laughs> during the, the live stream. And you're like, no, we should plan <laughs> this it. This thing, they have no idea what it is and we're just going <laughs> to tell them to do it. <laughs> so that's, that, that was like the, the threshold I was coming from. And then we eventually told uh, Taylor about it, but then I like separately messaged Taylor and be like, actually... The one I'm going to share with you is not like, or 
somehow told him, actually, there's a secret video that's like the actual final video that no one knows about. Because I think we were talking about time. And it was like mm-hmm. 10 minutes or something. And I'm like, yeah, it's 10 minutes. And then I messaged him like on a separate message. Actually, it's 12 minutes. <laughs> because there's there's extra 12, you know, two minutes that no one knows yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I, I get it. Uh, it's, it's a sort of thrill planning it. Um, it's... I don't know if you I'm I'm sure you felt this too, right? Like leading up to the actual reveal of the surprise. There's like this, you know, you almost get palpitations, you're like sweating. Not good stuff, maybe, now that I'm putting it that way. You know, maybe you're anxious. <laughs> um, but I don't know, there's like a certain feeling alive kind of thing. And I think I've not really recognized that, but I think now that I've reflected a little bit, I think that aspect of it I might enjoy. You know, just feeling feeling a lot leading up to that moment. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just. That. Is it like an adrenaline rush? Is that sort of what it's like? You, yeah, maybe you could you could probably say that's kind of what it is because, like, let's say you're playing hide and seek or something, and you or you're gonna like scare someone from like behind the door. You're like okay, trying. I hate that. By I know. The way. I know. That I know. It's the worst. Yeah, Don't I, ever no, do that. Exactly. To me. Yeah. No, me too. That's like, <laughs> no, I hate that. But let's say you're the person doing it, right? Mm-hmm. You're like trying to stifle your laugh. You're trying to like control your breathing. You're trying to like not like, you know, as you're waiting for someone to like, you know, that, you know, that feeling. Yes. That uh, that's the kind of feeling, I guess, you know, you could compare it to. Yeah. I know that feeling very well. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, have done a few surprises myself this year, and I I remember yes. feeling that anticipation and excitement and um, kind of giddiness mm-hmm. that you kind of feel when you're actually, you know, and maybe it's something you've kept a secret for a really long time, and you're finally actually making it happen. It kind of it's kind of uh, a rush. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so Anas and I are adrenaline junkies, uh, <laughs> just so y'all know, and that's why we do this. <laughs> but uh, we've we've also had, um, you know, smaller secrets and surprises, like gifts we've gotten for people, um, the OgreCon gift bags and t-shirts we kept a secret. Um, we did a couple little mini projects while we were there. We got some signed copies of books for folks, um, that couldn't make it. And we surprised them with those. Um, we actually, this week, uh, just sent Vance a little gift box, mm-hmm. um, with an Ogier Khan t-shirt, uh, because he named Ogier Khan and with some other lights work swag and a, a handwritten card and everything. And so, uh, that was fun to, um, fun, yeah. I, I actually mailed it out last week and sort of like I was really excited when I mailed it out and I was like, oh, I can't wait till he gets it. And then I sort of forgot about it. And then he posted a picture of the contents on Discord and that made me so happy. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, yes, I, I did that. I sent that to him and yep. now he finally has it. Um, yeah. So so those are those are a lot of the secrets we've done. Um, and then you have kept a lot of secrets personally so this is sort of you have this reputation for being the secret keeper and you've often said to me there's always another secret which is a quote from mistborn i think yeah that's that's a that's a sanderson it's become it's from mistborn but it's also become a sanderson sort of thing because he did the the secret novels and the kickstarter and stuff like that yeah yeah so when you read that quote or when you became familiar with that there's always another secret is that something that you immediately adopted or connected with or was has that just been something that's come to mind as you've been doing these kind of things i think both um i think the person who says it um in the books i uh it's one of my favorite characters and you know those type of secrets um uh that you'd like to find out and brand was really good with so that kind of connected with me and then as i started doing these secret kind of things i was like yeah, like this is obviously like the thing to say whenever someone talks about secrets because um, there's always another secret and that's just a fun way to to kind of kind of think about it, you know, because say, even saying that builds up to even though there's there might be nothing or there might be something, there's a there you know, there is some um build up which I, you know, um 
again, I wouldn't tease a secret. And this is not necessarily teasing a secret, but a general statement. So I still enjoy it, you know? Yeah, well, that was going to be one of my questions was, you know, when you say that, do you, is there actually a secret? Because I think when when you say there's always another secret and you often have this very mischievous smile and people think immediately, oh my gosh, he has another secret. But it sounds like maybe you don't always when you say that. Um, I mean, yes and no. Maybe not pertinent at that point, but I mean, we have light work secrets, right? Yeah, we do. So I mean, there are plenty of secrets. So there's always another secret, right? <laughs> and um, I, I, I would like to think that I don't run out of secrets. So I think, I think there's plenty in the bag for now. And if we run, if I run low, we could, you know, kind of top. Add up. some more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe you're not referring to a specific no, secret yeah. in that moment. Yeah. However, there are many other secrets. Right. And there are yeah. times okay. when that, <laughs> that, 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 you know, comment would specifically be alluding to there is another secret. Yeah. I think I, I think I may have said that when we were doing the Flickr video to you. And you, you did. Yes. You absolutely yeah. did. <laughs> and I thought you were just like, oh, we have like, you know, like some of the stuff that you already knew about, but it was actually like saying it to you. I think I had my suspicions that you were going to do something else, but I had no idea what it was. Mm. And you threw me off when you sent me the Michael Livingston clip because I that was a secret. Yeah, for I a knew. While. Yeah, I knew <laughs> I had to give you something. So I yes, was like, yeah. I was like, I, I debated it, and then I, um, I think I spoke to to Brian about it, and I was like, I'm gonna, and he was, I think he said, don't, and I was like, no, I like, I need to give something away because I'd be like, oh, I got something because we had planned all this other stuff, um, that's actually some of the stuff that actually didn't end up happening. So I was like, I have to give something away. Yeah, so that's like advanced secret keeping right there. <laughs> like you know that you can't just keep it all a secret. You have to like add some diversions and you know throw people off a little bit um to really keep it a secret so yeah i mean i've seen people keep secrets and i'm like wow wow amateur wow <laughs> <laughs> i bet you have um speaking of amateur secret keeping um <laughs> one of the secrets you kept from me uh was that rob was going to come visit me and surprise me on his way to uh wisconsin um, in the U.S. for a wedding, and I I had no idea this was going to happen until the day of, <laughs> and I don't think that you and Rob had really like made an official plan or anything. I don't know how long this had been planned, but it was just such a bizarre day because I just from the very beginning in the morning, Rob was like, "Hey, you know, I might not be." on my phone very much today i might not respond I mean, a lot right right like xyz so, <laughs> so right away okay <laughs> i take no blame in this okay because that is not something you say if you're doing a secret thing because <laughs> you have to act natural <laughs> don't do anything out of the ordinary <laughs> exactly so um yeah no uh you're right i i think looking back i was definitely part of that secret and i think i was part of the secret for a very long time, but not the specific planning of it until a few days before. Mm -hmm. And so it didn't really have the full the full treatment <laughs> that you would get <laughs> from a uh, unapproved secret, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I still think, you know, we, we, we managed to do fairly well with it. Um, I think there was a time and yes, I think this was back in definitely in August. While I was keeping, while we were keeping the secret from Lauren, I was keeping Team Jordan from you. I was keeping the secret with you that you were going to MalcuryCon. And I think Rob had mentioned something and we had started something. So there was this one day I remember, and I don't think I've even mentioned this to you, that I think you te we, we, we texted about you going to, to, to Manchester. And soon thereafter, Rob was like, hey, like, Something about Boston coming to Boston, <laughs> and I was like, I can't talk to anyone. Like, no, you can't. I can't talk to anyone about this right now. And then at the same time, like Brian texted me Harriet's video or something. Like, I think there was this one day where it's like five different things happened at the same time. I'm like, whoa, this is too much. Like, this is okay, but I need to like talk to someone about one of these things that I can't. You know, it's just it's just uh, like 
many people keeping secrets at the same time. It was fun. It was fun. It's a heavy weight of responsibility on your shoulders to be the vault that you are <laughs> of all of these secrets that we trust you with. Um, but that secret, I mean, I am not going to complain about that surprise because it was amazing. And it just, it, it still was a surprise to me because even though I suspected it, there was a big part of me that was like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. And then, you know, later on in the evening, I uh, got a text that he was going to bed. And for whatever reason, I believed that, like 100% believed yeah. it and then was very sad because I thought I was stupid for thinking this all day. Yeah. Um, so it did end up being a huge surprise in a sense of like, oh my gosh, this thing that I was like thinking might happen and really hoping for actually did happen. And and ultimately, you know, the effect was still there, you know, seeing both of you in, in the hallway outside my apartment and just the whole experience was uh, very emotional and, and very overwhelming. And I definitely was going through some of those stages um, that you mentioned earlier. I think I immediately kind of went for a drink because I was so overwhelmed. I was like, anybody want a drink? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make myself a drink. Um, but yeah, that that was an incredible um, secret that you were part of. So thank you for, for helping with that one. Mm -hmm. um, you've also done a lot of food-related secrets with me. <laughs> In particular, um, at OgierCon, you, you got us a cake to celebrate the release of our first episode of The Lights Work and also to celebrate OgierCon. Mm -hmm. So what made you want to do that as a surprise? I mean, we kind of spoke about celebrating OgierCon, right? And we were like, so how do we actually celebrate? Because, you know, what celebrating meant to you versus what it meant to me was different. But I also didn't know what celebrating for me really meant. And I think I mentioned a cake or something within that conversation. So we were out actually the night before buying groceries and I saw someone at like the Publix there, like looking through birthday cakes or something. And I'm like, oh, duh. I I had <laughs> thought of a, the first thing I thought of was a banner. Like that, that was the original kind of three week before thing where it said, welcome to the Black Aja Manor or the House of Persimmons, you know, sponsored by the Lights Work. That was one thing. So I was going to be like, maybe I get that. And then Monday morning or something before everyone, anyone wakes up, go up and put that up. Because yeah, I, I couldn't really do it that Sunday when we got there because everyone would get there at the same time. So it had to be something like that. So that I, I was like, I was already bummed. I couldn't do something like that. So I was like, okay, we need to do something in terms of a celebration. So I thought a cake made sense. And um, yeah, so I got that. I think you even put a note on the cake in the fridge that was like, don't look at this or something. No, like yeah. So like, like it was, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I just said don't. Don't touch this. Don't, don't touch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, you also just surprised me literally yesterday. Uh, so that I was going back. to be because we were going to record yesterday. Uh huh. So that was going yep. to be me. That was my like, oh, you know, I was going to do that and then be like, there's always another secret and then do the book thing. So it was going to be the, you know, part <laughs> of the secret epi surprise episode kind of thing. So that mm -hmm. it, it played into that, yeah. Yeah. So I came home to a bag of food <laughs> from um, a Lebanese place that Anas has ordered, actually another time ordered food for me um, from because you're just the kindest person ever. Um, but I, I came home after a long trip um, back from Virginia and there was food delivered waiting for me when I got home. So that was a really lovely, I mean, like the last thing you want to do when you get home from a trip is worry about cooking or what you have in the house. And um, so I really appreciated that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so like, as I'm going over this list of secrets that you've kept, I feel like, and I know that it's not a competition, but I am a very competitive person by nature. I feel like you are kind of killing it with all of these secrets and surprises. I feel like I have not really kept any major secrets from you. I have not really done a whole lot of surprises for you or really for anybody else. Mostly they're with, done with you, um, you know, as, as kind of my co-conspirator. So do I suck at secrets? Yeah, because you had so many good, <laughs> so many good, like I could think of so many things where I was like, yeah, that should have been a secret kind of thing you could should have done. So let me give you an example. Okay. So um, remember when you brought over Origins? Yes. 
I mean, yeah. that was easy. That should have that should have yeah. been that it could have been planned. Um, although maybe it was a little bit hard because I felt like I might have gone to Barnes and Nobles that night if you hadn't showed me the picture of the book. Um, yeah. But again, like I think there was definitely room for a surprise thing. When so basically what I'm alluding to is Grace, you know, drove miles and miles to find Origins kind of the week before it came out because it was we like had, a few days before. Yeah, it, exactly. Think. Yeah, and it was like a Monday night, and uh, we were like, okay, so whoever finds it buys two books, and then you know we get it for each, for each other. And you found them, and you like sent me a picture saying, okay, so where are you? <laughs> so you could bring it over, and I was like, yeah, like just bring it over and surprise me, like. Like that's like <laughs> at least that's what I thought. Like if I had found it, that's what I would have done. Wait, but didn't you say you don't like being surprised? Yes, but I'm just saying in the context <laughs> of you having a chance to do a secret thing, right? That right. was it. You know that like in terms yeah. of you know like yeah. you had the opportunity. So do you yeah. suck at secrets? <laughs> I think I do. I, I think it's. I, I think I do because I'm. Um, I'm too honest sometimes. I, I feel uncomfortable with not being open about things. Wow, you're and calling me dishonest. This is, this okay. Is... <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I meant. Uh, no, I'm the kind of person that like if somebody, like if someone's new at work and someone's like in, in, quote unquote initiating someone and like telling them like some, oh yeah, this is what we do here. Like you have to sing on your first day or whatever, like some ridiculous thing. I'm the one who's like, no, no, not really. No, you don't have to do that. Yeah, that's and me I too. That's like, actually me too. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like, so So that night when I brought you Origins, it was basically like another version of me wanting you to notify Taylor in the sense that like if something oh, were to go wrong, yeah. like if something were to go wrong, like I didn't know if you were working late, I didn't know if you were at home. I didn't know if you had already bought your own copy or were going to buy your own copy. All like things. if I had known, if I had known all of those things, I would have li- like went and got them and just brought it to you. All, but I all, didn't know. All things <laughs> a a good piece of sleuthing, you know, detective work can you could have gotten. So there are. Yes, you're right. There is some. I wouldn't say dishonest or there's there's subtle ways of figuring things out. Where you don't give something away, which is again maybe that for that specific thing might might have been really hard to do. Yeah, th- those were the those are the ways because like even yesterday, like I kept asking like five hundred different ways when you were actually going to get home. <laughs> I did sort of wonder about that at one point. I was like, he's asking a lot of questions. <laughs> like, is he just wanting to have a conversation? I don't know what's going on. But yeah, no, I don't think I'm good at that sleuthing part. And I always need like someone to help me. Like when I surprised Rob in Manchester, I had his roommate, Kayla, who's amazing. I had her help in setting the whole thing up. Uh, You know, and I had you just, you were more like an emotional support for that surprise Mm -hmm. than anything. Um, Though you did help me with some ideas. Um, But, uh, and now I have, I I think... When I brought you Origins, I'm not sure if I had found your wife yet on Instagram, but I did find your wife on Instagram, and now I have a way of communicating with her. So maybe I'll maybe I'll get better at sleuthing. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, you you should have not given it given that away first. Uh, you and, already knew that. Well, again, you, you should you should have not given it away when you gave it away the first time. <laughs> did I tell you? No, I didn't tell you. I think you just figured it out on your own right did i i think you did i think you said something yeah. and we're all like wait you said something and it, it was like wait why like how did you talk to Ravel? like i was like oh, something like that happened okay. and i was like yep that doesn't yep. track <laughs> there's no yeah <laughs> all right so maybe i just need to accept that i suck at secrets no I, it's, I, it's, I, it's not that it's it's not it's not for everyone everyone to be that crazy in terms of because it is you know like I I am totally that person where I need to know every single thing in that plan. So I would not leave things up to chance. So that takes mm-hmm. a lot of planning and a lot of things. And again, there are certain things you do leave up to like chance and things like that, but those are like, you know, calculated risks and things like that. So um it's yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be too hard on yourself. It's it's not I don't know if it's fun for everyone to do that, you know? I 
I really do enjoy surprising people. Mm -hmm. I always have. Um, you know, when you were talking about the surprise party that you threw for Rebel, I think that I it, it brought up memories for me of surprises that I've um, done in the past for people. Like one of my favorite things to do is is leave things on people's desks mm -hmm. at work, like little gifts or surprises or things. Um, I like to send people things, send people cards or, you know, things they're not expecting. Um, and I think the reason I love doing that actually is, is that I was the recipient of a lot of surprises when I was growing up. My mom was very sweet and would often leave me little gifts. Like when I came home from school, there'd be something on my bed, um, or like when it was a holiday, like for example, I always remember this one Valentine's Day when I got up and went into the kitchen to eat breakfast. She had made me heart-shaped pancakes and like put a bunch of little Valentine's Day gifts like all around and decorations and stuff on the table. And I just always, those things felt so magical to me. Like I, I love when things feel magical. Um, so I, I really do, when when I can pull something like that off, I, I really, really enjoy doing that. So yeah. maybe I'm just rusty. Maybe I'm out of practice. I don't know. I'll get to it. Yeah, no, we can, we can, we can get you back into shape. No, no problem. But you know, the fact you said magical, putting on my academic hat again, and that fact that unexpected happy surprise and a memory you make of that. So let's say you find a letter hidden in a way in a book that you didn't think you were going to find, right? That memory mm -hmm. you're going to make. So the letter's awesome, whatever, right? It's, it's a fun letter, surprise letter. But that memory of finding it and how you found it and that association every anytime you're going to think of that the same thing goes with those pancakes you just spoke about the fact that what you're feeling remembering that that is a lifelong kind of thing that you can always go back to so yeah. um i think that is um that's what makes it special and magical yep <laughs> <laughs> i think i think we're having a, a lights work first here everyone um you know, how we are always making people cry. Uh, Anas has now made me cry, like, during the podcast. So, good job. Was that my second <laughs> that, surprise? Surprise number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So, um, Anas was actually referring to a surprise um, for me that was uh, from Rob, which is that he had left uh, a letter for me. Um, after OgierCon, he had put a little um, envelope in my inside the cover of my Origins book, which I didn't find until I pulled it out on the plane um, and was talking to Anas, and I just like saw the corner of this little blue envelope and and pulled it out, and it was just um, you're right, uh, you know, the letter itself um, would have been amazing um, to get in the mail um, or even just to be handed a letter is is just a lovely thing, but to find it in that moment when we had just parted ways and <laughs> be able to read that on the plane, um, I still get choked up thinking about it. So let's move on to another topic. <laughs> what is your favorite secret or surprise that we have done or that you have done so far hmm. in the lights work? That's a tough one. That's a really, really tough one. So it's maybe not the surprise itself, but the fact the the making of the surprise so the fact that how we wrote the legend of the dusty wheel and the making of that the make mm -hmm. the, the writing of that because i really don't write much but i i had been thinking about something like this for a while and in like 20 minutes at work i was like you know on my phone just started had this idea about the flicker flicker and just started writing it and like put it together and I sent it to you and the response again lights work right the response I got was like yes and you know you added your writing magical touch to it and the things you, you added to it I think that was my favorite thing to to work on and then uh, then getting the response back from Michael and Kate and the way they read it, you know, when we actually released it, you know, uh, I think that that part of it was was really special. Yeah, that really was. I really enjoyed writing that with you and collaborating on that. And it was just fun to to 
to to write. So, I mean, obviously, you know, I enjoy writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got that from you, it was kind of a fun surprise for me. I was like, oh, he wrote this. This is amazing. Um, and so, of course, you know, I jumped on to that. And, and I agree. Hearing Michael and Kate read our words. Yeah. Like that and the way was... they did it, right? The, <laughs> yeah, like the, the, yeah. The way they alternated and how they alternated. Like, it was so perfect. Yes. I mean, they added yeah. the perfect touch. I mean, the fact yeah. that you, you wrote, like, sleeveless tunic. I mean, that... <laughs> the first time I read that, I was like, oh, I mean, I was like, yeah, that was, that was you know, things like that. Um, yeah. Just so, so good. Yeah. And again, the things that have come out of it, right? Right. The dusty, uh, the, the mirror world shows and the flicker flicker stuff. You know, there's so, there's so many things like that that have come from uh, a small, I mean, small thing that you know we had thought of um, and, and did. Yeah. Yeah, that that was definitely one of our best surprises. I think my favorite was um, the gift bags at OgierCon. Yeah, I, I don't know why. There's something about like gifts. I, you know, I think that's sort of what I was talking about before. Things my mom would do and yeah. like leave little wrapped presents and stuff. So actually making something tangible mm-hmm. and giving it to people. I was just so excited about that. I remember like going downstairs with you and putting it I know. on the table. I, I, and- I was, I was going to talk about that. I was going to say like what was your favorite part of that? Because it was awesome to just go through and make things and write things, personalized cards that we wrote. And all of that was fun. But when I, the first thing I think of is us carrying down the bags and be like, what are we doing? You know, we just, we just put it on the table and like everybody looked at it. We didn't say anything and we just, and we just left it out there. And then I'm like, why is no, why is no one looking at them or asking about them? Or it was just, yeah. You probably, you probably said that to me like five times <laughs> through the course of the weekend and like also messaged it to me too. Why is no one opening the bags? <laughs> I mean, that so optimal surprise for that would have been to have had them ready for when people arrived at the house. But we couldn't do that we because couldn't. you and I needed time to do it yeah. together. And by the time we had time to do that, everybody was there. So, so we had to you know, there was no other option than mm-hmm. to just bring them down where there, when there were people around and I think they were kind of like, well, what do we do? Are we waiting for like a ceremony or something? <laughs> yeah. No, I so thought... eventually I think I just said like, okay, open your bags. <laughs> yeah. And I thought um, I had thought some things where I was like, eventually we could delay it and uh, we could put it in the rooms and things like that. And I was like, that's, I, I don't need that. <laughs> I mean, I know I, yeah. I, I don't need that much. Um, too complicated. Well, yeah. I mean, no, it's not too complicated because we could have done it, but it was just more like, I was like, we need to get past this because there's other things that we needed to do Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um do you think so so talking about this kind of collective moment of of these surprises we've had do you think that there's anything specific to wheel of time fans that makes them more prone to enjoy both giving and receiving surprises Oh, this is going to be tough to not be spoilery because the first thing that came to my mind is like a huge spoiler um how do you want to do this? Um, I mean, we so far we have not had any spoilers in in our episodes. Mm. Um, I think are are we allowed to have a spoiler episode? I think so because I mean, when things are revealed, certain things are revealed. The yeah. emotional kind of uh, what you go through is is really cool now i mean if you go back to what happens then i don't know i'm 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 now like half doing spoiler stuff and half (laughs) not uh what do you think i think yeah i mean secrets being revealed that's part of surprises so we have to talk about some secrets from the books yeah so so we'll probably talk about a few different secrets and then we can be very clear about which books and then put timestamps and things like that okay so um yeah who killed edmodian right like we don't find out about that the best way, but the fact that that was a surprise secret for years for people, personally for me, I didn't really, it wasn't really that big of a, because I wasn't in the fandom like that when that had come out, but a visit from Varen Sedai, like that chapter and the dress you're wearing is green, like that reveal of a, secret surprise is just so well done right and a lot of people really love that moment and i think there's many instances of that 
throughout the books um, where you get these surprise reveals, secret things that are finally like you get to know about. And um, we have a strong emotional connection to the, all those things. So I think when you have that, um, it's 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 meaningful we you know we we have memories of that and um i remember when i first read that part um uh, about Varen, and i was like like this is like midway through well not even midway through the book i was like wow there's so much more of the book left like this is it for me in this book like i'm like done like you know in terms of how i felt so yeah uh, i think that there is a wheel of time fan related thing because we're we love finding out about that stuff yeah and then we love going back and rereading and looking for all the clues Mm -hmm. leading up to that surprise yeah and isn't that exactly what people do when they've been surprised they immediately start asking questions how long have you planned this this? this wait when you when you said that is that what you meant when you said that or like Mm -hmm. were you ever really going to ship me the gin or were you going to bring it to me the whole time like you go through this investigative process of like what what happened and how did I miss all of this? So I think that makes perfect sense for Wheel of Time fans because we love that. We love looking for the clues mm-hmm. and then, you know, wanting to solve the mystery and, and learn the secret. But once we've learned the secret, it's almost even more fun to go back and be like, oh, here's all the, the clues that we, we missed. Yeah. No, um, that is phase two of the secret. <laughs> that is the find phase. Uh, and the, the last phase, which I haven't mentioned, is share. So we love sharing once you've a secret's been revealed, you want to share it. You want to be like, I want to talk to someone about this and share yes. that feeling because there is an emotional baggage that comes with having that kind of, you know, you know, you want to unload that. And again, that can be a good thing or a bad thing, but like that's probably one of the first things you kind of do is figure out, okay, who can I tell? Who can I talk to about this thing? And um sharing Secrets like that and having the fandom to share it with is is a great um, kind of opportunity and thing for us is having, you know, different things that we did, like go to a um, uh, a play where Donald Finn was. We didn't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. It was just we went. We had planned it. Yeah. And then we yeah. afterwards went and had, you know some food and planned how to actually release it. And then we released it as a secret. And the responses on that kind of thread that you put on Twitter was mm-hmm. amazing, right? So the fact that when yeah. we we did the whole thing, we planned it, and then when we finally actually shared it and people shared it with other people, that was what made it even more meaningful and, and fun. Yeah, and there was definitely a lot of strategy behind that one. We, you know, we were so excited after we had met him. Uh, we couldn't wait to share mm-hmm. with people. We really wanted to, but uh, we controlled ourselves and we waited for Watt Wednesday um, around the same time Watt Wednesday news is well, you, you dropped. You told some people. <laughs> Did I? Oh, yeah, I, I guess. Okay, I negotiated with you because I really wanted to tell s- some people um, that I am very close with. And 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 I thank you for giving me that permission. No, no, it's but, not. But they still didn't see all of the photos. Yeah, 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 they still course. didn't see the whole thread I had written. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. And I that did, is the, that is the difference, away. right? Because I would be like, <laughs> no, like nobody can know. And uh, that is probably very overboard and probably not the way you would want to feel after having something like that. So the fact that you shared it with some people makes a lot of sense because you want it to be like, I met Donald Finn and tell people Mm -hmm. that. And um, the very natural way to, 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 to go through that process. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost agonizing to sit with it (laughs) and and not be able to to share it once you know it or you know when you're really excited about it so that actually leads me to my next question for you which i think was the question i was thinking of when i realized we should do this episode which is that is it worth the agony of waiting to share a secret or to spring a surprise does it really matter or change the ultimate level of happiness of the person you're surprising 
because sometimes I just want to tell people stuff. Uh, I think you've, we've kind of answered this question, right? Because, uh, you know, the surprises are um, emotional intensifiers, right? So they, yes, for sure, make it more happier or more happiness inducing for the person. And, you know, we've given examples of that right now. And you kind of just said that, right? And we're finding a letter versus give, being handed a letter. Um, that surprise factor to it, that unexpected nature to it, definitely adds um things to it that um that you cannot sometimes quantify until it's happened so is it agonizing yes of course it is <laughs> it's not easy but if you have a strategy if you like planning if you like the actual doing of the the planning then you can maybe offset some of that so you can be just be like these are the steps i'm going to go through these are the plans this is how it's going to happen and then as you do each of those things you feel kind of this uh, fulfilling feeling and then you finally do the surprise and then it's less kind of you know but yes i mean there are times um where you would be like i just i mean i felt this really bad leading up to the book signing at OgierCon. i don't think I really enjoyed the book signing as much as I would have if I had like nothing planned in terms of because we gave those gift bags to to um to Michael Harriet and Maria too and then we had the cupcakes and we sang happy birthday all of that was a surprise most were shared between all of us but I felt some degree of responsibility or something that just made it you know more agonizing in in a way and I think after that happened, I felt like like this huge kind of almost burden <laughs> kind of taken off. And I was like, okay, it's done. Everything went to plan. Everything happened that I wanted to happen. Um, and I, I, I felt probably that, you know, a lot of that agonizing in that more than most of the other stuff. Because a lot of the other stuff, um, maybe not as much compared to, to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Although, let me, did we talk about the Daily Veil video I made? We didn't talk specifically. Yeah. I kind of included yeah. that yeah. in the, the one, the videos. Because that, yeah. that's one I did all by myself, right? Mm-hmm. And and I thought of how I was going to like do it during a threefold talk live stream. And I was like, so I'm just going to like do a super chat and share the link or something like that. And that's how I did it. And no one knew. Right. So Rob was like, wait, what is this? And then I had to like find it and then put it up. And then like, it happened like that. So, um, I waited like five minutes into the show and I was like, there is no way I can wait any longer. (laughs) I need to just get this out of the way and enjoy the rest of the show. So, um, and I also didn't want the daily veil to play before, actually so there's that too because i was like what if they actually just go into the video and they play their own video and then i share it and it's like why is it playing again like it's just there's other things that i thought of but i was also like i need to just get this out of the way so i can enjoy the rest of the show yeah so i i definitely believe you especially because you have scientific data to back this up but i also and again maybe this is just me trying to get out of it but (laughs) What about like, so take the example of the OgierCon t-shirts. So we we didn't show them to anybody. Nobody knew what they looked like. We just put them in the gift bags and let people open them and, and discover them. Um, so if we had, say, taken a photo of it and shared it with our OgierCon group before OgierCon, would that really have changed their enjoyment? In fact, could it have increased their enjoyment because they would be anticipating getting the shirt. Because they would see it, like, say, five days before, and then they have five days of excitement, like, oh, I'm going to get this cool shirt, I can't wait to get it, and we're all going to, you know, all the things we're going to do wearing the shirts together. So could it maybe increase happiness to tell someone about an upcoming surprise? Yes. So, um, yeah, no, for sure. I think you, you make a good argument. It definitely makes sense. Having said that, you do need some surprise element in the gift bag still. So <laughs> if it was only the shirt, that- <laughs> it was only the shirt, it's not really a surprise anymore. It's like, hey, we're getting shirts. We're going to wear them together. So there's really no surprise there anymore. Yeah. yeah it's just you're going to yeah. get it and you're going to wear it. So 
you can't really call it a surprise at that point. <laughs> so <laughs> I, 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 I do like that strategy. And I've used that strategy, I feel like, where you give something away and then you still have some things that you don't. Um, which yeah. which I which I think um, is a reasonable kind of balance that um, we can I can meet you at where it's like hey we got to get something away but keep stuff hidden yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's fine yeah I'm okay with that that's sort of where we you and I compromise on our different <laughs> different approaches yeah, here yeah, yeah. Um, but we we also have a rule between the two of us which is that if we allude to a secret that we have. And it just doesn't even have to be lights work related. It could just be like something, you know, that we say and then we're like, oh, no, I'm not going to, you know, tell you any more about that. We've decided that that's that can't happen. You're not allowed to back off once you've alluded to a secret or mentioned something you were thinking of saying, but then changed your mind and didn't actually want to say it out loud. We decided we have to tell each other. Why? Why do we do this? Like, how did we come to have <laughs> yeah. that role? Well, no, this is... I don't know. This, this is something I, I've, I've had with uh, a couple other friends and my wife for a very long time. And so that... Oh, so okay. this is not this is not a new kind of thing. It's like a... If you mention something, you so have... So this is not a lights work rule. This is an honest rule, this basically. Is, well, I guess it has. <laughs> it, ha- it, it has yeah. kind of become that, where if you mention something, you have to, like, now... Um, tell everything about it you can't like not you can't just tease it or something like that uh if you do want to keep it a secret just don't say anything uh, which um yeah so i think that's a yeah it's a, maybe more of a personal thing that i have adopted for the lights work um i don't know why though it came as like as a thing where within a group of friends you know there's like certain things mentioned and it's like, well, I can't, mi- I can't talk about that for whatever reason. It's like, but why did you even bring it up? So, like, if there's something you really want to keep a secret, don't, don't mention it, because that just, you know, that's how it came up, I think. And then I've just adopted that as a thing where, if you mention something, you have to talk about it. Hmm. Yeah. Is it so wrong? Like, what is so wrong about teasing something? I don't think there's anything wrong about teasing something. It's just a rule. I don't know. It's a rule now. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I actually, I don't think there's anything wrong with teasing something. Um, maybe it goes back to I don't like surprises. Maybe that's what it is. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's probably. Yeah, I think that goes back to that. Maybe. Yeah. No, I mean, I I agree with you to a certain extent. I I think it helps hold people accountable and and make people more direct with their communication. Mm-hmm. And certainly, like if there was something really important you needed to say, and you just said, "Oh, never mind," like that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I want you to say what you need to say. Yeah. Um, that said, though, I would like to be able to back out of anything that I might allude to, just because sometimes I feel like there's a really good reason. Like I start to say something, and then I'm like. Oh, no, no, I'm going to keep it a secret. So I think I agree with your rule, but I should not have to follow it. <laughs> like one pass a month. I'm trying to bargain here, you know, something like that. Um, I, I agree to nothing right now. <laughs> no, and, and I, I, am, I am perfectly happy to continue to follow this rule. I'm just being annoying to be annoying. <laughs> uh, so last question for you, Anas, before we get on to our favorite fandom moments of the week are you keeping a secret from me right now as we speak i mean so there's there's layers to this right now because if i speak about it i have to i've alluded to it so i have to talk about it so i cannot answer that right okay right Mm -hmm. does that does that but you you not answering it though (laughs) sort of answers the question doesn't it um (laughs) no um yeah, I don't think I can answer that without breaking that rule. Yeah, I don't think I can answer that without breaking the rule. Which again, Fair you enough. can you can take whatever you want from that. But um, if you give me a pass, I will answer it. Like like that. If you say something, you don't have to explain any further. I mean, give the people what they want. Yeah, let's go for it. What's your answer? Yes. <laughs> that was such a surprise. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, there's some some good stuff. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> uh, 
All right. So on to our favorite <laughs> fandom moments of the week. Uh, you want to go first? What was your favorite moment? Um, so this weekend, uh, the Hinder Stream had their anniversary. So the Hinder Stream is this chaotic, amazing part of the fandom on Twitter that a group of people have been keeping this thread alive for a year now. And um, I have never really partaken a you know a big dive into the industry although i see stuff from it all the time and um there are a couple times i've been in it and it's been fun so the fact that they had this kind of hindercon um and um i I thought that was just uh just just really fun to see um seeing the fandom get together and just celebrating something like that so i um I spent a little bit of time uh, in their um, kind of Discord server when they had that, and it was just fun to kind of see the the chaotic nature of active hindering in you know in in, in their kind of uh, convention that they kind of made, which was which was very very um, very fun to see. Yeah, definitely, that group is such a fun group of people. I do not have the mental capacity and fortitude to manage being part of any of the hinder stream tentacles. Although I do think I've, I I managed to escape being tagged for a long time and then eventually I was. And so I got sucked in at one point, but um, managed to get myself out. Uh, but, but they're all wonderful people that I really enjoy um, seeing their tweets show up on my timeline occasionally. And I hope they had a really, I was busy with family. I didn't really get to participate in the festivities. Um, but I hope everybody had a really fun time. And, um, I have two. Shocker. I'm so surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. You know what? Maybe I'll surprise you sometime by only having one, but now that I've said it, it won't be (laughs) a surprise. I'm surprised you only have two because you had more than two when we started. So that's uh, that's true. I did have three, and I've narrowed it down to two now. Uh, so my first one is uh, something that came out of the Dragon Mount rewatch series that's happening right now. And uh, throughout each episode, they've been asking one question for Rafe. Uh, and uh, last week, they asked uh, about Johan Meyer's whistle as Pat and Fane. Um, and Rafe answered and told an amazing story about how that whistle came to be, which was that Lauren Balf was actually whistling in the bathtub one day and recorded himself. And that's where that particular whistle came from. And I just loved that. I thought that was such a cute story. Uh, it had major Elaine vibes. I know so and- many little time, <laughs> like, like how crazy is that? Right. Yeah. And just so like. I just love stuff like that that comes naturally and organically and isn't like forced and just happens at a a quirky time. And I just I think that's that's pretty cool. Like he was in this relaxed state, obviously, and and it came to him. Um, So I I really love uh, that story. So. Right. And we've seen like Lorne like once for an hour on the Dusty Wheel, right? Mm -hmm. So we haven't really seen too much of him. But I could totally yep. picture this. Like that one hour told us <laughs> so much about him. Like that I can really picture it. I can see that that's the sort of thing that he would do. And how, you know, he he's actually, um, he surprisingly is active on Twitter with the fandom. Uh, yeah. Like out of the blue sometimes. And, and like would reply to something and uh, it'd be really cool. So um, I, I, the fact that it was him and that how it came about is really cool yeah i hope that we we get to see another interview with him at some point so we can hear a little bit more about that story because i just think that's so great uh and my second one just happened recently and i had i just had to say something about it and shout it out because it's just been bringing me so much joy it's that uh critter uh elvier on twitter and uh tiktok queen that she is uh just got the bug to have ugly Christmas sweaters with Wheel of Time themes and she couldn't find any anywhere. So she created a few of her own and is now selling them. And they can, you know, the design can be put on a sweatshirt or a t-shirt, long sleeve t-shirt, whatever. 
Um, but they are hilarious. Um, I think there's like a winter night wonderland <laughs> featuring the um, the fade. the inn. Yeah. Oh no no. There's two. Yeah yeah yeah. That's yeah. There's one with with the wine spring, and then there's one with the fade. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and then there's a third one with three kings, and it has uh, the symbols for Perrin, Matt, and Rand. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think any of them are actually ugly. I mean, they have that <laughs> oh, same kind of feel. Oh, did you not see the, the last one? The three queens? No, I didn't see the three. Is there a three queens? Yeah, I, I saw Egwene, her. Elaine, and Nynaeve. Okay, so I saw her um, uh, post that yeah, she had yeah. made one, no, she, yeah. but I didn't actually see the design. Yeah, they. they um, so I was following um, the chatter on her Discord while she was mm-hmm. doing this because she first like came up and then she's like i'm gonna do something so she did the first one and then people mm-hmm. started just seeing it and then uh, talking about it so the second one came about and the third and then i think it was zul who was like well we need the three queens now if you have the three kings mm-hmm. and then they they came up with it it was really cool how it, how it happened three queens is kind of spoilery though don't you think because if you're just now watching the show or reading the books Knowing that Egwene and Nynaeve, I didn't even make that connection royalty. until just now. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a little spoilery, um, but still awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to mention that because Critter is so amazing and contributes so much to the community already. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to just add this on top of it just made me smile so much. Um, and just the the goofy like computery looking font (laughs) pixelated font like it's just so (laughs) cute um so thank you critter that was that was really amazing all right so i think we're gonna wrap it up there for this week as honest is there anything else you want to say about secrets and surprises you you want the final surprise is that what you is that what you're asking i do yeah no there's Mm -hmm. there's no no more surprises um (laughs) (laughs) surprise there is no surprise there there is no surprise um that's totally fine (laughs) no um i i when you had first um mentioned this as a topic and uh i um i was really looking forward to it i think um um i think uh, I think I had a lot of fun preparing for it and now um, actually going through the whole episode. Um, I think we're going to have a lot more um, surprises. I think we're going to have a lot of fun doing them. And um, yeah, I think that's kind of a a core tenet of the lights work, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for some of our upcoming surprises for sure. Mm-hmm. So we have one new patron to thank this week. And it's a very special patron. It's Kitsunagari, a.k.a. Uno, who we know very well from other Discord servers and from their amazing artwork on Instagram. Um, so Kitsunagari, thank you so much for joining our Flicker of Light tier. We love you and we appreciate you. And we're so happy to have you as a patron. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I met them at JordanCon. Uh, I'm looking forward to meeting them again, um, hopefully next year. And, you know, again, thank you so much. Um, uh, we really enjoy interacting with you everywhere. And I look forward to meeting again. All right, so we'll leave it there. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at LightsWorkPod, on Instagram at The LightsWork. You can also find us on Linktree. You can sponsor us on Patreon, and you can join our Discord server, um, which has just been really fun um, to interact with everyone uh, before, during, and after all of our shows. Um, And that's it. And until then, it's your turn to go out into the world and do the lights work. The Lights Work is a Wheel of Time fandom podcast hosted by Anas and Grace. The Lights Work is in no way affiliated with the Children of the Light. Please leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Follow us on social media or sponsor us on Patreon.